What is up, everybody? Welcome back to Underground Stars Season 3. And today I'm here with... No Lyrics, producer, cameraman, coming out of the Bay Area, California. What's up, man? Cameraman. You do uh, visuals? And um, what kind of... Did you start doing music first or like videography first? Definitely music. I just picked up the camera like last year during the quarantine. Mm. But I've been making mm. beats here for about... Uh, Four years, seriously, probably about 2017, I started that. And is that kind of, have you been focusing a lot more on that during this whole quarantine and everything? Heck yeah, dude. I've dropped about five albums just last year, which is a huge increase of my output. Previous year, I think I dropped one. Is that like five albums that you've like fully produced yourself? Yeah, fully produced, fully engineered, all in-house. So Jeez super sick and like with different artists and everything or was it like with one kind of certain artist um one was with a certain and then he did a collab with another artist so that's two Mm -hmm. and then the other three were just separate artists as well dang yeah i got those all on my website if anyone wants to check those out Um, that is crazy yeah yeah because right now it's what june that's five and six months well that was last year 2020 this year oh yeah okay I yeah. Have, shoot it's honestly gonna be what you just said i have three yeah. out already and then two more coming out within the next two weeks so Dang. matched it last year's output right out the gate yeah that's, that's how you do it and how did you uh how did like those kind of come up uh come to be did you like approach the artist like yo i like your work let's like work on an ep or something like that Pretty much that and just forming that connection. I mean, the real key is having your own studio. Mm-hmm. That is just obviously people will always pull up on you if that's the case. Um, that's how all those albums were made, <clears throat> honestly. Mm-hmm. Just having a spot for people to come, vibe out, chill, cook up. And before you know mm-hmm. it, these tapes were just pouring out. That's crazy. Yeah. And. What's what? What kind of do you think is the best approach for like other producers who are wanting trying to kind of start those relationships? What do you think their best approach of doing that is? Social media is a huge, a huge one. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. that's how I'm here today. That's probably how we. That's we how we met. That's how you met a bunch of people. Um, mm-hmm. In person, I know it's hard for a lot due to area restrictions, but that has been a huge key to me as well. Mm-hmm. Even if you have to go to another city to meet said people, do yeah. it if you, if you have the means to do so. And I mean, in I in person, I feel like a whole lot harder just because, like you said, you might have to go to different cities. For sure. And it's just it's kind of weird going to like a whole different city, not knowing anybody, and scouting out smaller artists, smaller producers to work with. Yeah, that's where the social media comes in. You'll definitely mm-hmm. want to uh, plant your seeds before you head out there. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, hashtags, um, looking down people's followers in certain areas, you'll find a cool accumulation of uh, artists that are going just as hard as we are at it. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's uh, I feel like this is always a topic that we cover but it's just the whole power of social media, making those connections is just crazy. It comes up time and time for a reason, for sure, man. Mm. Uh, it's inevitable. Um, everything is literally on the internet nowadays. So mm-hmm. use it to your advantage. If you don't, 
you just sleep honestly at this point <laughs> exactly i don't know because i've seen so many like talented artists talented producers who have like a few thousand followers but then they just disappear for like a month or two and they come back and they have no activity on it whatsoever yeah and then they're like i don't know why no one's like responding i don't know why like am i doing something wrong am i not like making good music anymore but like the music there's fine everything's good it's just like whenever you leave for like even like a few days people will forget about you mm -hmm. man we're all a victim of that to be honest mm -hmm. um, i'll go a week sometimes and uh messes up the whole algorithm when it comes to story views post likes mm -hmm. all that it's all in your mind so gotta stay on top of that for sure yeah and is there like one certain platform that you focus on the most right now or is it just kind of whichever one um yeah pretty much uh instagram uh discord i'm pretty active in mm -hmm. a few uh servers on here very lightly on twitter but pretty tight on there as well mm -hmm. i've been trying to uh i set up i have it right here i set up this um schedule for posting Oh, word. I, sat, I sat down yesterday and just mapped out like the three different accounts that I have. I'm like, all right, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, these go. Tuesday, Thursday, Saturdays, these go. Just so I can start this in like two weeks. So I have like a whole week to kind of like have everything pre-planned, have everything scheduled to post and everything. For and sure, man. It's helped so much, even, at, even though I haven't done it yet, but it just makes it feel less stressful. Yeah, definitely. You kind of just because, uh, put me on mm, game real quick. I've seen yeah. stuff like that, but seeing it firsthand is really cool. Mm -hmm. I'm like, damn, okay. Because the only the only like uh, social media that I it truly enjoy using is Twitter, just because it's so much more personal than all the rest. For sure. So it's like I don't have to like have certain things on here or make sure this kind of goes right or what posts what goes yeah. what. Because on Twitter, I can just tweet out a sentence or whatever i'm feeling at the time yeah it'll get some engagement no matter what for sure for sure so like these other ones have been just stressing me out but now that i have them written down it's like all right i have a guide that i can follow from now on so i don't have to start being like oh i need a post right now or oh i should post in like an hour or two yeah so it's been really useful it's pretty much like homework at that point like a mm -hmm. set schedule you can't really tweak it mm-hmm and, I mean, if certain days don't perform as well, always can adjust and everything like that, too. So, yeah. yep. we'll see. I might have to do a uh, month after videos being like, yeah, this worked. This didn't work. See how it yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Sure. But um, talking about videography, do you think that's helped you kind of gain more exposure with different artists that you kind of then turned into like a uh, producer artist uh relationship at all so far no because it's always been in the reverse order us already having this music made for the like we've been working together for years the people mm -hmm. i've uh, started working on videos with but i can definitely see it in the future um mm -hmm. doing something like what you just said just mm -hmm. like dude i think both uh tap in and we could definitely get something going because yeah. that's pretty rare um for those two specific things. A lot of people do uh, multiple things, but I haven't found mm -hmm. too many people with those two specific uh, lanes. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Which I mean, realistically, that'd be that's kind of like the perfect set because you can make like a whole EP with like a artist and be like, all right, let's make these videos right now. Yeah. Just because you have the certain songs that you made with them, and now you're making the videos together as well. So it makes them even more kind of like sentimental. But also the workflow itself just speeds up a whole lot faster. Definitely, definitely. It's been super sick. Um, you'll probably be seeing these videos I'm talking about here in the next couple of months. Um, and we actually have a couple trips down to LA planned. Ooh. We have a movie studio booked. So really? it's gonna take these videos to the next level. Yeah, it's that is, yeah. Sick. Um, there's about eight sets in this warehouse. We're gonna knock out about five videos over the week. Dang. Yeah. That is crazy. How did that kind of like all come together? In terms of that booking or just the mm. actual, uh my homie actually opened it, so Oh really? Yeah, but he has it as a public booking too. It's not like some okay. club or anything. But yeah, that's how yeah. I found out about it. Dang. Yeah, I'm super juiced about that. Yeah, those videos are about to go just a whole new level. <laughs> yeah, for real. I really, I think visuals, like album trailers, music videos, stuff like that, I feel like that is one of the most important but also underlooked sets of just kind of music in general. Yeah, it's because it's so expensive. Like, like, yeah. But like it can... On it can transform that body of work into something completely different. Yes, yes. But the level of entry is a bit high right now, just because like, if you approach a videographer like right off Instagram, he's gonna quote you at like six hundred dollars to eight hundred dollars for one video, mm -hmm. which really doesn't make any sense for a starting artist. Because how on earth are they ever gonna recoup that amount mm -hmm. on one track? Yeah. So I feel like that's why people just kind of cancel out the idea of videos because they might think that they can't get one. So that's kind of the bridge I'm trying to build between like an underground artist and the yeah. industry is maybe um, me taking it into my hands to get this um, yeah. professional visual done for our tracks. Yeah. And it's going to be a road, but... Um, shoot, it's been super fun. I've been loving mm -hmm. every second of it, so sign me up for whatever. In a way, it's like filming your own kind of documentary based off like just kind of anything you've made so far. Literally, yeah. And then you have all these B takes and all the outrolls. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, it's so cool. I keep all my clips for sure. Yeah. Like, it's, um, what was the song? Mr. Rage. When that came out, I thought it was cool. I didn't think it was that big of a like a cool of a song, but then when the music video came out, it made me look at the song a whole different way. Yeah. Just because I listened to it and I saw like the music video in itself too, I'm like, okay, now this makes sense together. <laughs> just exploding random stuff and just mm -hmm. raging. <laughs> exactly for sure. But that's I'm, that's pretty. I've always wanted to do like some visual stuff. I just haven't kind of gotten the time or putting the time into doing yet i want to that's something i really want to do kind of later down the line just kind of like as an extra side kind of thing mm -hmm. but it's always been super super interesting to me yeah i highly recommend it uh it's just it's as vast as music to be honest mm -hmm. in terms of like 
the little intricate uh specific things about it such as like the lighting and the angles like it's just endless crazy mm -hmm. lots of yeah. lots of learning though for sure so um how did you kind of start getting into music and starting making music and all of that um i feel kind of bad saying this but um do you know what the pirate bay is it's like where you download all this illegal stuff mm -hmm. like movies mm -hmm. <laughs> i was i was super into computers before music so i was just browsing this website so i went to the windows uh, program section and they had fl on there along with photoshop premiere and i just freaking downloaded all of them and <laughs> just for the small fact of like getting these expensive programs for free i didn't even care about like what they did and yeah. then once I laid down that like two-step hat with the clap, I was so like with the stock sounds, I was just like, hey, uh -huh. this goes crazy, like I'm in this. And yeah, it was dude, it was so fun. So kept at it. Started caring less and less about other things, more and more mm -hmm. about music. And I just noticed that trend, so followed with it. Here we are. That's funny. That's uh I feel like who like whenever someone starts making a beat, it's cool and all, like the melody, but when you put that two step hi hat in that clap, <laughs> that's like where it just changes everything. You're like, right, this is this is sick. This and is I cool. did that first. I didn't even have the melody then. And I was just like <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. It's a game changer for sure. Mm -hmm. And I had the tech and, clap too with all the reverb. Mm-hmm. That's uh that's funny. That's like, I've always like, ev no matter what, I feel bad for saying this too, but like every program that I want to like get, I always see if I can find like a free download version of it. Yeah, we all do it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but I feel like those are just so nice. Like, yeah, it's because it's free, but it's also because it's like, gives access to literally anybody to be able to use it. Yes. For sure. So like it doesn't limit you if you don't have enough money to buy the basic version of FL or Ableton, mm -hmm. but if it gives you like the opportunity, like oh, I can make music in a nor in like a professional DAW for free. Exactly. And I just think that's it. While yeah, it's not you know ethical, but at the same time, it's great just for anybody ever to have that opportunity. Yeah, and if these uh, people like actually make a career out of it, they'll for sure come full circle and call mm -hmm. the program. Generally, yeah. so yeah. I think it's there for a reason for sure. Mm -hmm. And you use FL, right? I started on FL, but I actually use Ableton now. Really? And I haven't really turned back. Yeah. I know what's, it's a uh, <laughs> what's your uh, what's your preference? Over those, so, like what? Yeah, like what do you? Which one do you? What do you think has like the best and like the worst of each one? Um, I mean, Ableton is goaded for sure. I haven't opened FL since 2018, so mm -hmm. I don't really know where they're at in terms of features nowadays. But mm -hmm. once I just warped a sample for the first time in Ableton and like was able to affect all the little um, things just right within the same screen, I was so it's just mm -hmm. the workflow is so seamless. Yeah. And FL, uh, yeah. Like, oh, my, my mm -hmm. bad. Oh, no. Go, go ahead. Like the mixer, you know, you have to like 
route them all yourself and keep track yeah. of all that. I mean, it's cool, but I feel like it's kind of gimmicky. Like, you should be able to just drag the the effect on the sound. We're not yeah. actually in, in the studio. But it's cool. I mean, dude, all the programs do the same stuff, for sure. Yeah. I remember I used, the first time I used um, Ableton was about two weeks ago. And I thought it was going to be like the hardest thing ever just because it, it looks super like just different from all the other ones. And it was with um, Sudo and he laid down the melody or whatever and I was going to do the drums. And it, it was it was super easy to use. Like the first time ever like seeing it in person, first time ever using it. And the learning curve wasn't hard at all. There's no, there's no learning curve. It's yeah. really drag and drop. That's that's why I like it a lot. Yeah, and it's so, like you're able to adjust the uh, MIDI grid to like triplets or whatever. Yeah. And like it's so nice just having that kind of, like you said, you can do it all on one screen. Exactly. A lot of people get confused when they open it and it shows all those mixer tracks and all that. And I don't even understand that to be honest, but. The second that I hit tab and just entered that other view, mm -hmm. I mean, it it's just so easy from that point. Like you said, yeah. it's just drag and drop. I've always wanted to, because I wanted to, I use Logic, and so I'm always wanting to either figure out how to use FL like really well or either Ableton really well. But I just, every time I open one of them, and like try and do it i'm like i don't want to do this because in the like hour or two that i take to kind of get used to everything i could have made three or four beats by then that's my mindset too mm -hmm. um i'm about to start delving back into fl just because i'm not ignorant to the fact that 70 to 80 percent of people use it and i want to be a part of studio cookups and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff without being like Oh, I need to use my Ableton over here. I'll send you loops, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. I just kind of want to be able to hop on. So I'm going to start um, probably using both equally, as hard as that's going to be, because I love Ableton. But I think FL is the wave of the industry right now, for sure. Mm -hmm. But as far as my personal stuff, I'll always use Ableton. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like you said, like we had this um, huge trip about two weeks ago. There was like 14 producers and um, every single one except for me, Sudo, and one more used something other than FL. But everybody there knew somewhat how to use FL in like some way. So it's like if somebody was at one setup making like a melody or something – Anybody could be like, yo, let me do the drums. Or they could be like, yo, let me do the melody real fast and you do the drums. So it's like not, it's super convenient just knowing the basics of pretty much any DAW. Just so you can, if something like that happens, like you said, you don't get left out of any like the cookups, any studio sessions, just because you're not wanting to use a different system or anything. Definitely, definitely. But I think my favorite out of the three, just kind of workflow-wise, I want to say probably Ableton, just because it's like I, I obviously it would be Logic, just because I use that. But if I had to 
non-biasedly choose, it'd probably be Ableton. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'm biased as heck, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just the one thing I wish was the uh, that like all the shortcuts and everything were the same for every single one. Yeah. The Pro Tools ones are just so different than everything. Like, they have their own set of everything. Yeah. So ridiculous. But I think I, agree. I like Logic's uh, shortcuts the best just because it makes sense. Like, to duplicate in FL, I want to say it's like Command B. But, like, on Logic, it's Command D for duplicate. Yeah, exactly. To, re- to repeat, like, certain things, it's Command R. To cut, it's commands like T, I think, or whatever, to trim. So, like, it makes sense, like, what letters go with what words. But, like, on FL, none of those things make sense except for copy and paste. <laughs> yeah. And paste doesn't even really make sense, isn't it, B? But that's just, mm-hmm. like, the original. Everyone has that. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I, I don't know what – I don't know if command P is even the thing. I don't think so, to be honest. I know Control-P is print, but we don't use mm-hmm. that. No. Heck. At least I hope not. If someone's making beats, printing stuff, that's... <laughs> Just print the piano and we'll be like, hey, this, this melody I made earlier. We're going to print it out and fax it out. Just the whole uh, the melody. The, just the picture of the MIDI, that's it. <laughs> Literally. Like, oh, that's slaps, dude. <laughs> but, um... Oh, I forgot what was I going to say. Yeah, I mean, I just think in general, it's just good to have basic knowledge of... Honestly, probably Ableton, FL, and maybe a little bit of Pro Tools. It's pretty mandatory. Yeah, those three seem to be just kind of what everybody overall uses. Exactly. I remember I used Pro Tools for school at one point. And I was so lost. It's, I was uh, so lost. <laughs> it's rough at the beginning for sure. Mm-hmm. But I mean, once you get flying through it, it's super cohesive. Mm-hmm. But my brain cannot switch like which hotkeys I'm using between programs. I'm just not hit with that yet. Yeah, I was like, I was making a beat with like zero the uh, a few weeks back, and I'm like, yo. How do how do I do this? What's the command for this? Or like, wh- how how do I move this over? How do I like make this do this? And he's like, bro, just just move. Let me do it for you real fast. <laughs> Say that. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, please don't think I'm stupid. I just don't use this. For real. <laughs> but it's um, it's funny though. It's funny seeing how different people react to, ha- uh, what certain programs uh people use. People will really get heated. I really don't care. I know it's just like a big joke. I don't think they're actually mad, but mm-hmm. people will really throw some shade over Kodak. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, what... Because I'm, I'm guessing most of the uh, songs that you produce is mainly trap and all that. Do you think... Or have you been kind of like experimenting different genres at all? I've made so much different stuff. I've made indie, country, like pop, rap, mm-hmm. pretty much everything. I have, that might actually be my actual like, um, 
dang, what's it called? Not redeeming quality, but like main uh, main quality is just. Mm-hmm. I, your, uh, I know the word you're yeah, trying to say. Oh, it's gonna annoy me the rest of the time. But my that my that is mm-hmm. probably my diversity of beats. Like someone could. And use- what's your favorite? Rap, hip hop. Mm-hmm. I love just yeah, making just yeah. heavy eight oh eights, trap music. That's always the best. Mm-hmm. But I mean, once you get a cool sounding indie song and you're like, dang, I could see this maybe on the radio, that kind of like changes your whole mindset about things, which mm-hmm. makes that lane just as fun as the stuff that gets people hyped up. So it's all just part of the journey of dabbling into these different lanes. I know I could probably take off faster going one lane, but screw it. This is yeah. uh, my way, I guess. Yeah. I feel like definitely knowing just kind of how to make at least one type of like each uh, genre is definitely a good thing just because not only do you not get like if someone's like hey i make music i heard you produce can you do like punk and you only do trap that's gonna like cut off certain situations certain opportunities that you have but if you can if you know people who have like punk loops and you have certain drums that you know how to do then you're like yeah let's do it yeah exactly it's all just a formula like you could use however however many pieces you need to um Mm -hmm. get that final product but we have all the resources right here for sure Mm -hmm. and what do you think is like going into making like a new genre which one do you think was the hardest for you to start um probably like edm like electronic uh dance music just because there's so many different um types of it and they all have different set of rules and theories and it's just a wild thing to delve into Mm. but it's super fun um it's very processing heavy so that was pretty new to me because hip-hop you just toss um a couple things and call it a day um edm your chain will literally have like 40 plugins all chained to each other doing different side chaining all this crazy stuff so that was probably the most difficult to delve into but probably the most rewarding too because that realm is what got me into doing live shows sorry Mm -hmm. live shows in front of uh actual audiences because they were coming out to see that type of music so yeah I really wanted to delve into that and be a part of that. And have you done any uh, live shows recently? Uh, Not since before the quarantine. Um, Everything is super, super backed up. Even the smallest of venues have big artists booked right now. So it's kind of ridiculous trying to get a show, especially here in California. Um, But I'm itching to get back out there for sure. Um, Mm. This year. That'd be super sick. Um, I haven't played a show since like December 2019, yeah. which just kills me. But get back out there, shoot. There was a dang uh, global pandemic that popped in the way, so I can't get yeah. back out uh, That's crazy how it's been, what, a year almost? Over. Over a year, yeah. And it, it feels... 
It feels like it just happened yesterday, too. Honestly, yeah. Which is crazy. Time is flying. Mm-hmm. For sure. I mean, I remember getting like that call, like, hey, spring breaks extended a whole week. And we're like, all right, cool. And the next thing we know is like, hey, there's no more school, but you got to do it online. And we're like, all right, that's fine. But then if just kept on going for like the whole next year. Yeah. Like, we can't go outside. We got to like wear masks everywhere. We can't do certain things. These shows are canceled. And it's like, okay, what what's kind of going on? It's so ridiculous. But um, mm-hmm. finally see the end of all this. Mm-hmm. Finally. Shoot. I could just say that as of like last week. Um, I think California opens back up June 15th. I don't know about everybody else. Yeah. But that's right around the corner. Bunch mm-hmm. of shows coming up. I'm just trying to get my part in that. Yeah. But I think also this quarantine, if you if you used it right, then it was definitely a great thing for you. Yeah. Like if you made, like if you sat down and like just worked every time, every day, then you definitely made the most out of it. Yeah. It's like, dude, I don't know what your situation was like, but I was getting paid just to chill. So, I mean, that's a given right there. You get paid mm-hmm. full time just to, to chill at the studio and make beats all day. You'd kind of be, I don't want to offend anybody, but dumb to not take advantage of that situation. <laughs> Regardless yeah. of how, I shouldn't say that because uh, everyone has their monetary struggles. I don't know how the pandemic mm-hmm. uh, affected everybody, but all I know is it gave me a whole bunch of time to get things in order. Definitely interesting. But I feel like as soon as we're kind of past this all, we're going to look back and be like, wow, that was just kind of, it shaped, it, I know for sure certain people will be like, that kind of whole year definitely made me level up or shaped me into something that I didn't know I could be. Yes, I can fully agree with that. Mm-hmm. It's like when you have so much time on your hands, you don't really know what's to come of that. Uh, I've always had the camera, but having all this time made me want to go out there more and more and shoot. Mm. So I would not have done that. Or I might have a little bit. But, but not uh, to the extent that you Yeah, have. like, dude, mm. full days to myself and still getting paid. That was a game changer. Crazy. Sure. Oh, yeah. So... Um, let's see. Do you have anything else you want to mention before we roll into this outro part? I mean, shoot, I don't want to be uh, too much of a plugger, but I have uh, two more albums coming out in the next couple weeks. Uh, NoLyrics.com, I keep that pretty uh, fairly updated with all the fresh mm-hmm. drops and whatnot. And yeah, that's about it for, for the plugs. Alright, so the way we end these is I got three questions. Super easy, super simple. And the first one is, in two words, describe your style. Mm. Unique, diverse. Those might mean the same thing, but still wrong <laughs> And then the next one is, if you could re-listen to a project for the first time ever, which one would it be? Dang. 
Um, definitely Man on the Moon 2 by Kid Cudi. Just because that's such a crazy um, journey of different sonics, so many different sounds on that album. And I've listened to it so many times that I know what's going to happen next now. I would love mm-hmm. to listen to that. Yeah. It's it's like wa- like rewatching a movie for like the twentieth time. You know what's going on, but you still love it. Yeah, I could listen to that endlessly. But <laughs> that first time over would be so sick. Mm-hmm. And then the third one is what advice do you have for other up and coming artists and, or producers? Um, honestly, drop music, just put it out. Um. Get get with whatever artists you can get with mm-hmm. and just put out music. Even if you don't think it sounds like how the industry sounds, blah, blah, blah. Those fools are working on like thousands and thousands of dollars of gear. So you can't really match yourself to them. So just put out what you have uh, and just keep, keep hammering away at it. Someone's going to hear it. Mm-hmm. And they'll get you where you need to be after that. But don't try too hard to... Uh, Perfected. Perfect. And I'm going to be sending over one of these season three oh, star sticker. Oh, thank you. Of course. I love these. I say this every time that I tell someone I'm going to send it over, but I love these. These are <laughs> my favorite ones so far. Super fire. But um, no, thank you, man. This was fun. For sure. Thanks for having me. It's an honor. Yeah. Uh, make sure y'all go follow everything. It's you have the same at across everything, right? Yeah, at no lyrics on Instagram. I think my Twitter has an underscore between the two words. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but no everything's gonna be linked just below. So right, right. make sure you go check out his uh, next projects coming out soon. And Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Do you have YouTube? I do. Yeah. I'll uh, be having a bunch of videos on there this year. That's no lyrics as well. So perfect. So all that's going to be down below. And again, man, thank you. It was fun. Thank you. I appreciate it. So we'll catch y'all next week. Peace. Later.